It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rowland, Titans fans. I look at the offseason as almost like a college course. There are many tests along the way, and at the end of the course, you're going to get a grade based on a bunch of different individual battles. There's a bunch of pop quizzes that show up all of a sudden. A player goes down to injury or someone you thought you were going to re-sign doesn't come back or someone doesn't pick up a certain option. You have a free agent lined up. Someone takes them. The draft doesn't fall the way you planned. A bunch of different pop quizzes, but there are also some big tests that you know ahead from looking at the syllabus. You can look ahead and you know on this date you have a big test. So we know that there are a couple individual dates out there that will mean a lot to this Tennessee Titans team based on the situation they are in. So look at this as a little bit of a syllabus Thursday for the Tennessee Titans offseason. We are going to go over the offseason schedule and let you guys know all of those little important dates that we need to pay attention to and why. So that's what we will focus on first. And then just to keep this school analogy going, once we have all of our work done and we've gone over our entire syllabus, and the entire schedule. We're going to have just a little bit of fun to round things out. I am going to play you the season-ending press conferences from head coach Mike Vrabel and a couple of the players in our final segment just so you guys can take in everything they had to say before we let go of this season, this magical season that the Titans had one last time. As soon as the season ends for most teams, it is time to dive into draft mode. The evaluation process begins. Tons of scouts, regional, pro, and college scouts from all organizations start diving into tape of prospects all over the country, and that all comes to a head with our first important date, and that is the beginning of the NFL Scouting Combine. It'll be February 24th through March the 2nd. The Titans, of course, will be there. John Robinson, Mike Vrabel always make sure to make an appearance. A lot of conversations go on at the Combine between some of the top executives in the NFL, trades, different transactions. Some of the groundwork is laid for those at the Combine. It is one of those moments where all the important people in the NFL are all in one place. So obviously there is a lot of information being traded and a lot of work being done behind the scenes. The next date is possibly the most important date of the offseason for the Tennessee Titans. And that is February 25th. On that date, it is the first day that you can franchise tag or transition tag an unrestricted free agent on your team. So that would include Ryan Tannehill and Derrick Henry. What will be done with their contract situations? The Titans will have until March the 10th at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to make a decision on who they will use the franchise or transition tag on or if they will use it at all. So that is a very important window for this Tennessee team to see what they want to do going forward. The next big date would be free agency in the legal tampering window where agents and players are allowed to legally have conversations about contracts starts on March the 16th and goes until free agency opens on March the 18th. Then the league meetings take place 
from March 29th to April 1st, where all the owners get together, talk about different changes that will go on with the league. Obviously, a CBA negotiation is coming up, so this will be a very, very important meeting for the NFL. Then, the highlight of the NFL offseason, April 23rd through April 25th, the NFL draft in Las Vegas. The Titans have a lot of work to do in restocking this roster with young talent. This will be one of the most important drafts of John Robinson's tenure so far. From May 1st to May 11th, teams have the opportunity to open up their rookie minicamp, so whoever the Titans do select, that's the first time they will start to get to work with them. And then, a very important date, an interesting date, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you for Star Wars fans out there. That is the deadline for the Titans to decide whether they are going to pick up the 5th year option for their 2017 first round picks, Corey Davis and Adoree Jackson. A big decision coming from John Robinson on those two. Then, July 15th. This will be the deadline for the Titans to work out a multi-year extension with whoever they decided to put the franchise tag on. After July 15th, the Titans do not have the opportunity to sign that player to a multi-year extension. They have to let them play on the franchise tag for that one season, and then they're an unrestricted free agent again. In mid-July, training camp will start for the Titans. August the 6th, the Hall of Fame game will happen in the preseason, is officially kicked off, and then September 5th, all rosters must be cut down to 53 for September the 10th when the NFL regular season will kick off again. And as we make our way through the NFL offseason, I will be here with you Monday through Friday on the Locked on Titans podcast, breaking down every free agent signing, looking at every possible draft pick, and giving you guys all the news and notes out of Nashville while having a focus on the X's and O's. So make sure that you subscribe to the show on whatever platform you listen to podcasts. Up next, we are going to hear from head coach Mike Vrabel in his season-ending press conference. Are you the type of fan that knows football so well that you could choose any game and call it? Well, my bookie is the place for you because they let you turn all your sports knowledge into cash in your wallet. Between football season, NBA, and the start of college basketball season, it's time to get off the sidelines and get in on the action with my bookie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try a parlay. For instance, if you like a couple of the big favorites this week, parlays are perfect because they let you bet multiple games together for a much bigger payout. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and go to mybookie.ag because no one gives you more ways to win. If you join right now, my bookie will match your deposit halfway, all the way up to $1,000. That means if you deposit $2,000, you get an extra $1,000 in free money to play with. Just use promo code Locked On to activate the offer. Once again, that's promo code Locked On to take advantage of MyBookie's generous sign-up offer. Visit MyBookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. Matt Williamson brings the scouts' perspective to the Locked On NFL Podcast. You got to talk 2018 quarterbacks. Josh Allen has the best quarterback record aside from Lamar Jackson, but the lowest completion percentage other than Josh Rosen. He's just been a complete garbage for the most part when he's been allowed to play. Yeah, that's what threw a couple nuggets out on Allen. And I know he's a lot bigger, a lot stronger, but he kind of reminds me of early career RG3. What's kind of remarkable about Allen is he is so gifted 
And he got better, I thought, this past year, which is encouraging with the anticipatory throws and the touch of his throws. But his deep ball passing is like the worst in the league. Hear Matt with co-host Brian Peacock every day on Locked On NFL. Subscribe or follow today wherever you get your podcasts. You know, there's change every year. You know, it's going to be the, the, the players. There's going to be turnover in the roster. There's going to be turnover like there is every year in the, the, the coaching staff. You know, I have to take some time and, you know, be able to do what's best for the team, to be, be able to identify um, who's the best person and what's the best situation uh, for, our, for our players. Well, you always want to try to do that. You always want to do what's best for the players and the team, and, and hopefully, um, you know, there'll be continuity and um, – you know, again, that's, that's a process that, that we've begun and will we'll continue to do. Um, I, you know, I never want to be the coach that um, keeps, keeps people from doing things that they want to do. Um, I've, I've had that happen to me. So, um, happy for Kerry. And, um, again, he's, he's on his way to Columbus. Um, you know, there's a, there's a lot of options as far as, you know, being able to, to bring guys in to interview and, and again, I want to take my time. I want to make sure that um, you've heard me talk about things with the staff. I mean, it's important um, that, that, that I'm comfortable with the person that's going to be, you know, in that role. Um, you know, so, again, this is not something that's going to be done overnight. Um, and then we'll, we'll make sure that we do what's best for the team. Well, I mean, I didn't, you know, same way I didn't prepare a speech in the locker room after the game. I didn't, you know, I, I would rather have stood in front of them and, Talked to him about keys to winning the Super Bowl. Um, that didn't happen. I thanked him. I'm thankful for for their effort. I'm 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 proud to to say that I coach them. Um, talked to him about what they represent away from here, um, their family, this organization, uh, their careers. Um, just just reminders to to always put the team first. To celebrate this season. That this isn't, you know, as disappointed as we are, this isn't a funeral. Uh, this is a, this is a, should be a celebration of a, of a team that that battled, that competed, and and we have a long way to go. You know, we have to host some of those games. You know, we have to get to the point where we host them. But I think that we improved. I think we're a better team um, now than we were at any point in the season. I think we're better than we were last year. Those are the things that I talked to him. I asked him to thank everybody in the building that, that helped them do their job. That's important to me. Well, I think when things get hard, I mean, those are the only things that you can grasp onto. You know, the harder it gets, um, you have to, you know, to make sure that your circle's um, as, as tight as it can be and that, uh, you know, the players were the ones that ultimately got us out of that. I think the leadership uh, from those players did that. Um, you know, there's going to be ups and downs through the course of every every season, and and hopefully our staff and, and myself and everybody involved can, you know, you know be able to, to get it corrected as quickly as possible. But it, the credit all goes to the players. That's that every time we win and every time that you know, we do things well on the field, the credit goes to the players. Well, I think Ryan did a fantastic job. I'm happy and proud for him that he was able to come in in the seventh game and uh, lead us to the AFC Championship game. He also um, was today, you know, you know, 
selected into the Pro Bowl, which is a, it's a huge honor for someone that came into the seventh week. Um, you know, now John and I, you know, we'll meet and we'll talk about the roster, about the free agents, about contracts. You know, our focus has always been about beating the Chiefs. That didn't happen. So now our focus is on, you know, the offseason. Yeah, I thought there was good production. I think that, um, you know, Jeffrey, you know, worked his way back. He worked hard to, to get his get himself back. Um, told him, um, you know, it would have been easy for him to to not do that, to kind of tap out and just kind of punt this year. And he didn't do that. He battled through. He battled through a lot of soreness like a lot of players. And, uh, you know, he cares. And I'm excited to, to continue to work with him. You know, A.J., you know, blossomed. Uh, love his attitude. They're, they're, it's fun to coach. You know, just this is the worst day of coaching, you know, now until the players come back because there's no players. You know, that's – you, know, you don't you don't coach. I never got into coaching to to evaluate players or to, to watch tape. I, I got into coaching because I wanted to make players better, you know, just like the coaches that made me better. And so this is the this is the worst time of you know, really my year. And for them, that's probably their best time of the year. They're getting the hell out of here, you know. And you know, so again, I can't wait for these guys to get back already to try to help them, you know. You know, Monty Hooker um, played a lot for us, special teams, safety, did a lot of different roles. He's, you know, learned a lot of different schemes and positions for a rookie. You know, David Long really showed the ability to find a football. He's an instinctive player, you know. So, again, we'll have to keep developing them. You know, the ones that didn't, didn't help us as much as others or maybe that were, were injured and not available and – you know, that's those guys need to t- take a big jump from their first year to their second year. You know, John and I are going to put together the most competitive 90-man roster that we possibly can. Um, we we talk about it, um, and then at that point in time, then we, we we move the roster around and get it down to 53 and get 10 guys on a practice squad that we feel like you know we want to continue to work with. You know, that's how the roster goes. I again, I, I love coaching our football team. These guys played. They embraced uh, the effort and finish, and you know, we'll get better like, like we have to each and every year. Might guys, something like we need to be faster on the back end to keep up with their receivers. We need to, we need to be able to hit somebody like Mahomes more. Do, do you make comparisons like that? Um, you know, that's all part of the evaluation process um, is trying to find the best players um, at each position. And if they're fast and they can do their job, great. If they're you know, whatever their skill set may be, but um, you know, we just didn't we just didn't play well enough yesterday, and you know, to 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 win. You know, again, pr- the the thing that I'm probably most proud of Derek is his his leadership ability improved. Um, I think he went from from a, a a good running back to a very you know very good running back, and, and that that all you know will work itself out. But he became a um, a leader. I think he led, helped lead this football team. I think he helped carry my message and our, and our staff's message into the locker room. Um, I think his durability, his effort, his toughness allowed him to be a leader. I think that when he was excited and he uh, talked to guys on the field or in the locker room, uh, they, they listened. And, and I just wanted to make him aware of that, that 
you know, he was starting to become that and, and he needs to understand what his potential is in that regard. I mean, I think everybody just got continue to improve, you know, as the quarterback play and Marcus's play or Ryan's play as one unit gets better, the other one starts to get better. I think everybody feeds off each other as we run the ball better. You know, the blocking gets better. As we get open quicker, the blocking gets better. As we block better, you know, the quarterback completes more passes. I mean, that's how it's going to go. You know, Nate improved. We played with a rookie, you know, and and he he got better, you know, and Jack got better. You know, we got Taylor back from, you know, his time away. And, uh, you know, Ben was a mainstay. You know, and Roger, um, you know, continued to improve. But it, it all goes hand in hand. It's not just some magic um, potion that they started to improve. I think it it gradually increased. And as one unit started to play better, you know, the other one um, started to obviously improve and they feed off each other. Yeah, it'd be great. It'd be great for our fans, the way they they supported us, um, you know, all year. Very appreciative of it. Um, The excitement, you know, we wish we would have come home um, winners last night and and find ways to to get all those people to to the Super Bowl. Um, I'm, it's unfortunate that that, that didn't happen. Um, so we, we can continue to try to build the momentum from the season uh, and get back to that in the off season, uh, and, and hopefully we can carry the confidence over from this year uh, to next year. That was head coach Mike Vrabel, audio courtesy of TitansOnline.com. Next, I'm going to let you guys hear some of the player reaction from the day after the season ended. We will hear from Logan Ryan and then A.J. Brown. Kevin Byard, Taylor Lewan, and finish off with Kenny Vaccaro. You feel great. You feel great about the year. Um, you know, super thankful for the people in this building. Uh, took it really far this year and made a lot of people believe. So many people reached out about the joy that we brought to the city and kind of got the franchise believing again and kind of got that Eddie George era back in the air of um, the Titans are for real. The Titans are contenders. Um, the Titans have guys that know what they're doing up top and players that care and got the right players in the building that play the right way and play as physical and hardcore as you can play with these modern day rules and bring a smash mouth brand of football uh, to the South, which I think is a great reflection of, uh, of the area that we live in. I mean, if I could, uh, if I could foresee the future, then I would just start betting on games like they did in Back to the Future, you know. But I can't – I don't think anybody knows that. So, uh, you know, I think uh, – spoke with John and stuff, and he doesn't even know that. I think everybody right now was so locked in and trying to win games. And uh, I kid you not, all I wanted to do was pour my heart and soul into this franchise. I wanted to make it a better place. If I were to leave, I wanted to make it a better place when I came in, and I felt like I did that. And I signed up for three years. And uh, that's what the Titans offered me. I took it. I moved my family down here. I gave them three years, played in every game I could possibly could, um, played every snap with my heart and soul. And uh, right now I'm looking for a job. So uh, hopefully, you know, if they can extend it and work something out, that would be great. Um, but as of right now, that's what my contract was, and I fulfilled my end of the, of the bargain, and they did as well. And we were able to have a great run this year. I don't want to live with anxiety. There's uncertainty in life with everything. So, no, I mean, like I said, I signed up for that, and uh, I fulfilled that. I'm, I'm happy to play over 1,200 snaps this year. 
Um, to have the year I had, the year we had as a team, to just be so happy to be here. And uh, that's all I could have asked for. I just, when this day was going to come, regardless, and I'm happy it came after the AFC Championship. I wish it would have came after the Super Bowl. But, I mean, it wasn't for a lack of trying. So this day was going to come. These questions are going to come. And I think it was a great marriage for both sides for me coming here. And I told them I was happy that they believed in me and allowed me to expand my role, um, leaving New England and allowed me to grow as a player and a leader. And I felt like I was able to do that here. Um, just all around, honestly. Um, just try to do, uh, try to do, uh, make the things I do do good now even better, and the things I need to work on, you know, uh, and just try to really just handle those things. Um, Tom Brady told me. Tom Brady told me work on the things you need to work on. So, uh, like, uh, so you won't really have those flaws. You know, uh, everybody works hard, but if you work hard, the things you need to work hard on. You know, those, those are the people that's successful, and they really stuck with me. Um, I feel short of my goals, you know, but uh, that's the good thing about it. I'm blessed to come back next year, you know, and I get to try again, you know, and say how it goes. Yeah, it was, uh, I don't like to share them, but I share them. Uh, 1,500 yards, 15 tubs. I'm going to say how it goes with myself, you know, uh, it's just going to go back into the work I put in the offseason, you know, so. Um, in college, in college, you know, I could still, like, Go talk to my friends and everything, but you know it's different now. You know everybody going their separate ways. Some guys I probably won't play with again. I'll be lined up against, you know. But um, it's definitely different. Um, it's definitely a blessing. I definitely came a long way. You know, uh, time, times were really hard at certain times. You know, I fought, way, I fought my way through that. You know, um, you know um, I'm really blessed to be in this situation. You know, to even make it to the AFC Championship game. You know, but so um, that we're family first. Anything. You know. Uh, we really care about each other, you know. That's one thing. One thing I can't say about this team: we are a family. We look out for each other. You know, uh, I'm looking forward to that and just trying to like keep that going. You know, for years to come. I think anybody that comes to this locker room is going to understand how hard we play as a team, and that's our calling card. So, uh, I think that's always going to be the foundation. That's always going to be the first thing that we're going to preach, and that Verb is going to preach is this team is playing hard, playing super fast and aggressive. Uh, you know, the coaches they figure out the scheme stuff, but as players, that's one thing that we were always going to uh, hold ourselves to, and that standard just playing super hard and aggressive. So, I think that foundation has took us always to the AFC Championship game. So. Um, you know, it's, it's a couple of things here and there that we feel like we could have done better to make it to the Super Bowl, but, you know, that's neither here or there. But at the end of the day, the foundation is definitely there. No, most definitely, man. I mean, that's that's always the first goal going to the football season is winning our division. Uh, I haven't been able to do that since I've been here with the Titans. So that has to be the number one goal next year to win a division because we all know, we all understand that hosting these playoff games is, you know, it's kind of ma making it a little bit easier to win the games. Uh, but the things we was able to accomplish to, to go to Houston on the road to get into the playoffs, to go beat the Patriots at their home uh, stadium, and to go beat the Ravens, and you know all those are hostile environments. So um, I'm proud that we was able to do the things we was able to accomplish against, uh, I mean, being underdogs in all those games. So, um, I mean, it's just a special year. But most definitely being able to host a playoff game is next on my list for sure. Uh, I think just guys really had to reflect and understand what got us here, you know. Uh, we have a talent group of men, very talented group of men. Like we all know, everybody's not going to be here next year. But uh, you know, we'll lead up to John and Vrabel to be able to, you know, retool us and, and, and find uh, different guys. And hopefully, we can retain a lot of our free agents as well, bring some guys back. But um, I think the main thing is just to understand that, you know, 
when we do come back here next year in April and we're building again and building up for the next year, building momentum, understanding what got us here, the hard work, the amount of work that we put in, the amount of hours that we put in watching film. That's the foundation. That's how you give yourself a chance. You know, of course, you need a lot of other things to happen in the season. You know, we battle some injuries. We battle different things like that. But the work always comes first. And that's one thing I know for a fact about this team and this group of men that the work was put in and it got us to where we're at. So it's no point of changing. Uh, I was always told by my coach in college that when you have success one year, you know, you have to come back and do the same exact thing the next year, if not better. So I think that has to be blueprint. Whatever guys did in the offseason as far as their own training regimen, do the same thing, but do it a little bit more. Uh, do an extra rep, do an extra sprint and those things. And maybe that'll be the extra push, the extra inch that we can get to make it to the Super Bowl. I still think we have a great uh, nucleus of leadership, uh, even young uh, leadership. A lot of young players that played in this system that are going to be here next year. They had a taste of success. They had a taste of what playoff football is like. So we had to take that into next year, uh, regardless of who's going to be in this locker room, I think guys are going to understand who the Tennessee Titans are and what we're all about and what we stand for. And then, you know, coming in, I think those guys will understand and they'll fall in the line just like everybody else has done, just like the free agents that we had come in this year. So, um, again, just really thankful and blessed to be able to be in this organization and play with this group of men because I'm – I really built a bond of brotherhood with a lot of these different guys. So I really want, I really hope and wish that everybody can come back. You know, like in college, like everybody just come back for the next semester and be together. But um, I'm going to try to make sure I'm reaching out to all my guys in the offseason because, uh, like I said, it's just tough the way the season's end. It kind of ends abruptly. You don't really get to say your goodbyes and, really, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So, no, it's just tough. You know, wish, wish it worked out, you know, playing the game one more game next uh, two weeks from now. But, you know, we'll learn from this. We'll grow from this. And I think we're a better team um, than people give us credit for. And going in next year, and knowing, I don't think people are going to sleep on us. I think we need to we need to go in and, and play. Uh, Tannehill's did a great job. He did a great job uh, moving through, moving the pocket, getting the ball out. Um, you know, we have keys every game. And in the huddle, he'd get in and, you know, kind of remind each guy, like, hey, these are our keys. Make sure we do this. Make sure we do that. Then give us the play before the drive started. And, um, you know, he did a great job. I think he's done a great job of the energy and, um, you know, just the offense as a whole has worked um, very well the second half of the season. Just, just try to grow uh, each and every day, personally, physically, mentally. And, um, you know, make sure that you go into next year knowing that you're capable of doing what we did this offseason or this postseason. And so, you know, um, I'm, I, to, just to be a part of this team is I'm, I'm proud to be a part of it and I'm proud to uh, keep moving forward and, and keep taking care of those building blocks moving forward to, to where we can get that prize at the end. You'll never get to share this moment with, you know, certain teammates. You just don't know what's going to happen. Just this league, it's a crazy league, man. I, I, I went through it like two years ago. Like you just never know what's going to happen. A little bit of both for me. There's a lot of guys, uh, I think, in this locker room when we were two and four, they didn't know that we had AFC Championship in our, in, in, in our hearts. They didn't know that we had the, the ability to do that. And I think we gained that, you know. And I think the majority of the people, obviously the whole roster is not going to flip upside down. So some of the younger players, some of the, you know, 30 to 40, however many players come back, um, they, know, they now know we can do it. You know, and, that, and that's big to me because the belief, that's the, that's the first step. You don't believe, you're never going to make it. And just having that in their minds when we, when we go through OTAs and we go through training camp, I think that could be a huge stepping stone, you know, for the next step in our program. But um, it's tough, though, because you want to make it to the Super Bowl, you want to win the Super Bowl. But I was listening to what, you know, Ray Lewis had a little speech I saw on Twitter today. He was just saying there's only one team that's going to be happy, whether it's, you know, next week, whether it's San Fran or if it's, it's, it's you know, Kansas City. So... Um, 31 other teams have the same taste around whether you went 
three and 13 or you won the AFC Championship, you have the same taste in your mouth at the end of the year? Like, I, I'm sad we didn't make it to the you know, Super Bowl at the same time, though. Like, I just got so much joy out of how far we made it, how far guys, you know, strive to be better, you know, believed in everything Brable was preaching, everything our defense was preaching. Um, for me, it's, it's the sky's up for me. I, I don't know. I'm sure some guys are, you know, down in the dumps, but I'm not, I'm not that way. I think we took a step in that direction. I mean, unless great means winning the Super Bowl, I don't know. I think we, we, we when you're one of the final four teams out of 32, I think that, that can be considered great. But I, I don't think that's that's where our story ends, though. I think we, we, we got much more left. I mean, that just shows, that's just, that goes back to the belief thing. Like, if we can beat, you know, the Ra you know the Ravens, you know, the Patriots, you know, we had a game in Houston that was all or nothing, you know, and then we go to Kansas City, like, we can do that. I mean, we can handle a lot, a lot of situations. Those are two top, top offenses in the league. Patrick Mahomes doesn't get hurt. I'd argue, I'd argue that they probably would have been the number one offense in the league, too. So um, there's a lot of good we can grab from this season. You have to love hearing from all of the Titans players about the brotherhood that they've built and about how everyone works hard, they're always studying film, they're always doing the right things, and they have a bond together and feel like they've set the foundation for something special in the future. Just have to love all of those comments even after a loss. So that is going to do it for today's show. I'm going to be back with you guys tomorrow talking a little bit of Senior Bowl this weekend as we transition into talking free agents, drafts, player reviews, and everything. So make sure that you are locked in here on the Locked On Titans podcast as I break everything down for you throughout the offseason. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked On Titans. for listening to the Locked On Podcast Network, but why stop now? Check out the daily Locked On Podcast Network for your favorite MLB team. Find it right now in your favorite podcast app and be sure to subscribe or follow so you never miss an episode. The Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.